Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. Hello. Hello there. Uh, give us what you, name you want to use and pronouns so chat doesn't bother me about it. Okay, um, I use Saffron, um, and, um, I use they-them pronouns, um, so, like, yeah. Mega-based. All right. Agreed. So, I saw people on Twitter saying that I was gonna, like, yell at you or something, so I preemptively handicapped myself by giving me a, um, uh, raging headache, so I will not be able to raise my voice. This is my it's my it's my me kneecapping myself before the race, okay? Okay, well I won't I won't raise my voice either. I think that um really quickly I did want to mention that I do have like a very slight processing um difference. So I may ask you need you to like repeat stuff sometimes and I may just like be a little bit slower on the return. Um I'm just like I don't know, I'm not like a big debate person um on on Twitter, I know I kind of seemed like I was out for blood. I was mostly joking, um, and I. But yeah, I just I'm sometimes a little bit slower. So that's okay. Um, just I, I love the sound of my own voice. I'm totally okay with repeating myself. I don't really cool. care about the intention, of course. Whether you are joking or not, there are now thousands of people who are liking and responding to that tweet with uh, some very silly interpretations of what I believe. Before we get down to it, do you mind if I play the tweet, uh, the tweeted video, for my uh, audience really quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please do. All right. Everyone, get ready. This is focus up, okay? This is what we're talking about. Single party states that teach their doctrine from a very young age, which is all very suspicious to begin with. Again, America has its problems, but we are we do not teach people from grade kindergarten to grade twelve about George Washingtonian thought and the glory of the founding of our country. He's a there we go. That was the uh that was the segment. Um and uh what a handsome fellow delivering it too. Okay, so <laughs> let's uh, talk about it's pretty pretty yikes clip right there. Really makes me look like a reactionary American exceptionalist who doesn't think America engages in state propaganda. Well, that's exactly why I'm here to debate you, Vosh. Yeah. Um, did you see the whole clip I know, it was pulled I, from? Just out of curiosity. I did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I I I saw the whole clip. Um, and and I I want to say that I actually I think that we agree on more than we disagree in that um, you kind of, you brought up this like Nazbol thing of like, yeah, like of course in the United States, right? Like we don't have like, you know, pictures of Adolf Hitler in every single like room and we aren't like, I don't know, um, you know, we aren't like seek heiling all the time. But, but, you know, at the same time, I guess where I'm coming from this from is that, um, um, and I'm not, I wanna be super clear about this. I'm not defending China or the USSR, rather, I'm saying that I don't think you should defend the United States as much as you do by saying that I don't necessarily see how much better the United States is when compared to places like the USSR or China. Sure. So I'd be happy to talk about it. Um, yeah, again, like you came at me pretty hot on Twitter from what it seems like. So it's odd to me that you would like open this by saying you feel like you agree with me on more than you disagree with me. I don't know, maybe that would have <laughs> been helpful context in the Twitter thread, but um, so for the context of, of sure. this video segment that you've provided right here, what mm -hmm. in it do you disagree with? What, give me a core criticism. 
Yeah. So, like, fundamentally, um, I would argue that um, while um, while the indoctrination in the United States is not um, it's not worse than than China, but I would also say that it isn't better. Because the thing about China and, and you know, North Korea and the USSR and all this stuff, right, is that it's overt. And it's that you can see it on the face. In the United States, it's a little bit harder. But at the same time, we do have things like the Pledge of Allegiance and Mount Rushmore. And I think that saying things like, uh, you know, uh, we don't learn Washingtonian thought in every classroom, like, I mean, we do. I mean, I did. You know, uh, all my teachers in, in middle school glorified the founding fathers as this like mythological beginning to our country in a way that I think is fundamentally the same as the way that China glorifies Mao or um, the USSR glorifies uh, Lenin. Excuse me. Okay. So we're going to have to start with this because I think this is a pretty ridiculous false equivalency. So I want to open with an example and we can move from there. Are you familiar with something called the 1776 Project? Uh, yeah, um, Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I watched um, John's video, Sean's on, video it. on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super good. Right, fresh in our minds then. That's good. Yep. So what made the 1776 project bad? Oh, um, what made the 17th? Uh, that it was, I think that it was one, I mean, well, I mean, one, it was fascist propaganda. And two, um, uh, you know, it, fundamentally, it was an unacademic work. There were no sources. Um, the facts were oftentimes just not there. It was, it was basically lies and, and uh, false propaganda, if that makes sense. And the patriotic education that Trump was going to impose as inspired by the 1776 Project, how do you think sure. that patriotic education would have differed from the education that we have today? How do I think it would have differed? Oh, well, I mean, um, I think fundamentally um, it would have made the propaganda more overt. Um, and I think that it would have um, perhaps made it harder for people to dissent openly. Okay. And so you're of the opinion that um, the invocation of the patriotic education that Trump was advocating for if it was applied in America, it would have worsened our system, that the making it more overt, more direct, it would have been more of an imposition on your freedom. Um, well, it depends on how you define freedom. I mean, In right? what way would the 1776 Project's um, uh, patriotic education have enhanced the freedom of an American citizen relative to the education we have today? Oh, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it would enhance. Sorry, what I was saying is that I don't know how much worse fundamentally it would have made it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the issues that I have when I discuss this with chat. It's the reason why the segment that you pulled, that little clip, mm -hmm. to my knowledge, it wasn't part of a video that I released. It was because I was having difficulty trying to quantify and qualify the differences between different countries' responses to propaganda and the way they propagandize within their own countries. So Noam Chomsky right. wrote a really cool book called um, Manufacturing Consent, uh, which was about- Love that the, book. It's a very good book, yeah. And it was all about the ways in which here in America, public opinion is limited to a very narrow range of acceptable discourse by yes. way of media manipulation and education. But 
nobody tells you, or at least generally speaking, you're not told you can't do X or Y. It's that the media is right. very effective in constraining the range of perceivable political difference to a narrow window, usually within liberalism, though now it's been expanded, I think, to include maybe more aggressive social democracy and fascism. The Overton window has been Agreed. expanding lately, you know? Yeah, I guess, so I guess that, I guess my argument is, sorry, you said something in there um, about, um, gosh, I'm sorry, again, I, I, processing That's things okay. is a little hard well, for to me. To finish, the point that I was making was yeah. that we do that in America, they don't do that in China. They can just arrest you for saying the wrong things. In Vietnam, well, it is, well, hold on. In Vietnam, okay. there are laws which allow the government to arrest you if you push information detrimental to the state. The same exists in China, and the same principles existed in the Soviet Union as well. And though they don't what exist about Chelsea Manning? today. What about Chelsea Manning? Che wait, we're talking just what about, about... Wait, hold on. We're just talking about free speech, not whistleblowing. That is an entirely oh, separate fair. thing. Wait, hold, no, no, wait, hold on. I'm not defending our treatment of Chelsea Manning, but there is a huge difference between a state cracking down on criticism against itself and a state cracking down on whistleblowing. Those are two very, very different things. There's not a country on earth that's particularly kind to its whistleblowers. Now, I'm not defending America. You can look back sure. at my content. You see, I've been plenty critical of the way that it's handled Snowden, sure. Assange, Manning. But we're just talking right. about the citizenry. And in those countries, the ones that I'm attacking, there are uh -huh. laws that restrict your freedom of speech. And likewise, the acceptable range of discourse is controlled not so much by manufacturing consent, but by the actual arm of the state and the violence that it's right. capable of inflicting. So I guess that the thing then that that brings up is it brings up a question of like, um, how is coercion enforced and how blatant is it, right? Because yeah, in a place like China, they can just arrest you for, for, um, for having an opinion. But you know, there, there are, we know that there are political prisoners in the United States right now who did not commit acts of, uh, of uh, terrorism, um, who did not advocate for acts of terrorism, but there are political prisoners in the United States right now that were arrested because of their ideas, whether or not the United States government um, says that that's true, right? And I'm not saying that these things are exactly equivalent, right? They're but not what even I'm saying remotely is equivalent. I mean, the Chinese government doesn't, it has a firewall around the internet. It doesn't even allow citizens to acknowledge the Tiananmen Square massacre. There's nothing even close to that here in America. You can find edge cases usually around protests or riots where people uh, get, have their, their constitutional rights infringed on, and it's horrible when that happens. Again, not downplaying any of this. I feel like you're well, doing okay, the opposite. But like, what about COINTELPRO or like um, the Black Panthers who just got fucking murked in their beds, you, you know? Think I'm defending that? No, 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 I'm not saying you're defending that. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is I, I don't feel like I'm saying this very well um, because, um, you know, Co I mean, you're, you're the rhetoric person. Co-Intel Pro did what it did because the Black yeah. Panther Party was a militant organization that was openly advocating for political goals contrary to those held by the establishment. But if sure. you lived in America in the 1960s and you were simply supportive of the political agenda of the Black Panther Party, while it could happen, there were instances where it had happened, there was no law on the books that allowed the government to arrest you for those things. And for the most part, you wouldn't get arrested. Well, 
This is one of the There well, was no, wait, wait, there wait, wait, was no is, I'm sure a sociologist. This there is were, the there were no law. This Sorry. is the frustration that I have. Okay. We're talking about countries like China and Vietnam that have open and explicit rules that prevent you from criticizing the state. But anytime I bring that up, there are people who, and I think you're well-meaning, but who will downplay it implicitly by comparing it to aberrant deviations from the legal order in this country. There but are I think significant differences. If I said in Hitler's Germany, they put a picture of Hitler up and they uh, salute, they hiled to him at the beginning of every class session, and that is the thing they did, and it was bad. Would you then turn to me and say, well, here in America, we hold the Pledge of Allegiance? It is true we hold the Pledge of Allegiance, but I think you're kind of downplaying how bad that first one is by suggesting that it's the same as what we do here in the States. How would you quantify differences sure. in the severity of propaganda? Well, I guess that's sort of what I'm here to argue is that I, I'm saying that they are, in a sense, equally bad versus one being better. I'm not, I, like, again, I want to be super freaking clear. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not defending China. I'm not defending the USSR. Well, you I are, think though. By comparing them to America, you're downplaying the crimes that they've committed against but the But I think you're downplaying the crimes the United States commits. No, I'm not. Right. I'm being very specific about what America does. Well, you're, I mean, we're talking, again, China can just arrest you for criticizing the state. They prevent you from accessing information online. Even mentioning crimes committed by the state can be enough to get you a prison sentence. That's explicit, right. and it happens daily. I'm not doubt. I'm like I, I, we're looking at the face of it. America doesn't even do anything close to that, not on the face of it, not even remotely. So, the people in China are kept politically constrained by the arm of the state, not by what America has, which is a more abstract, pseudo codified social restriction. And that doesn't mean America doesn't do propaganda. I mean, it does, but it's. But different. I mean, the, but I mean, like you know, with the NSA and the Patriot Act and stuff, like, like I don't know. I just think at the end of the day, like, right, like I think you are fundamentally downplaying what the United States does. You're the right. NSA and the they Patriot may not. Act are no, 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 no. Wait, wait a second. Here's the thing: is that they may not directly arrest people for their speech, and that's true. And I think that's a good thing. At the same time. I think that going around and condemning places, other places for this type of stuff, and pretending that America is somehow exceptional, or, uh, uh, well, no, I did at no point. Wait, hold on. I asked you if you watched the whole segment specifically, I did so watch that the I whole could, segment. right, so that I could criticize you for this. Never said America okay. was exceptional. European countries are at about in our ballpark. In some cases, they're a bit better when it comes to allowing a free range of discourse. But yeah, I do believe that China okay, and Vietnam is, are much like, more authoritarian. This is, this is semantics, though, Bosch. Like, like what you said. I mean, like, I'm just going to be honest with you. What you said, the way that it looked, was pretty stupid, right? Like, if you like, put 15 the way seconds that you said that, a 20 minute right. rant, then I, I'm imagine you well, can sure. extract any political opinion that you want from that. That's the reason right, why clip-chimping is frowned upon because you're taking the right. context away from the broader segment. Right, but fundamentally, Bosch, like, right, like, I, I was a huge fan of you for a really long time, and, and I, I have rarely had a moment where I listened to one of your takes and was like, ooh, that's really yikes, and this is one of those moments, even when I listened to it within the full segment. But you haven't and the reason what I was wrong about yet. Bosch, what you were wrong about is that, one, 
the United States does propaganda and has I one of the biggest propaganda machines. What one one second has one of the biggest propaganda machines in the world. Now it may not be as overt, but the fact that every single aspect of the media is controlled by capitalists that have their interests within the government fundamentally means that they are spreading a form of governmental propaganda and it may look nicer and it may look softer and it may be really cute and uwu but at the same time no. it's hold i don't on. think it's much better hold on so first of all you're insinuating i didn't say things that i did i have always okay. been pretty forthcoming about the fact that capitalism allows corporations to serve as propaganda vehicles for the state and vice versa sure. by the way um, you're assigning beliefs to me that I don't hold, which is very, very okay. strange to me. Now, America does have a massive global overarching propaganda machine, but here within America, we actually have a pretty free range of expression, especially when it comes to the, some of the countries that I've criticized. Additionally, our education, in spite of what a lot of people have... Well, it's hard to say because American education is so decentralized that it varies depending on which... I mean, every school to school has a different curriculum, but generally sure. speaking... Our education, I don't think, assigns the same type of cult of personality worship to our leaders. I disagree. Or worship of the state that other countries I have totally done. disagree. Like, you can disagree all you want, but I actually took the time to read up on this after getting some criticism. And as far as I can tell, I was completely right. It's true that America does venerate its founding fathers, but there is a sure. pretty huge... Let, here, actually, we'll start off with, uh, with some distinctions that I'll ask you, and we can work from there. So, okay. do you think that, like, elementary school children are taught to venerate the Founding Fathers? Absolutely. Okay. Do you think that hitler Jürgen were encouraged to venerate uh, Adolf Hitler? Of course. Okay. Do you think those two were equivalent? Do you think they're the same? Do I think those two things are the same? No, I... No, I don't think that the United States is literally Nazi no, no, Germany. No, no, no. no, I mean, in terms of the propagandizing, do you think they're the same? No, no, I don't think those are exactly the same. What were the differences? What were the differences between the two? Well, for me, the difference is, is that at the end of the day, I believe that, um, you know, I believe that um, the level of indoctrination from childhood is perhaps more overt and perhaps more extreme but that doesn't mean that it isn't happening to an extreme level in the United States so as well. Wait, Does that make sense? You didn't answer. I know that you okay. think it's more extreme in Nazi Germany. Nobody's talking about sure. how extreme it is here in America. I'm talking specifically, what did the Hitler Jürgen do that was different from what elementary school children do today? What types of behaviors? I mean, they, they literally fought in a war, which um, I'm hoping that we don't allow. Like what kind oh, of yeah. things oh, they taught? What types of things would they have been taught? Um, I mean, again, I think that the big thing is is that um, it was probably more overt falsehood. But I think this is the part where where I think that we might disagree um, is that um, I don't I don't believe like I do believe that the the big difference is is that the United States has a more covert propaganda machine so and i'll tell you to uh, my question is that you think the only meaningful difference between the education that hitler jürgen received via hitler and the education american school children received via the founding fathers 
is how explicit it is. There's nothing else. There's no difference in the severity of the cult of personality, no difference in the veneration given to the state, no difference in the narrativizing. Well, See, that's, okay. a very, that's a big one, too. See, okay. that, that's a very critical difference. See, one of the best ways that you convey power to the state from the people is by telling them stories. And the most important story is that oh, the I'm only aware. way for your people to survive is if you throw your weight behind the state. Now, one thing right, that which I, is why Nazi Germany was fascist and we aren't fascist. But what you're doing is you're explaining fascism. What we're talking about fundamentally is propaganda. If you want to talk about nationalism, I'm happy to talk about nationalism. That's what I study in university, I'm right? Talking about but the, the thing is, is that the two types of propagandizing. Yeah, the big difference that I would see is yes, that one is more extreme. And I mean, also, you know, Nazi Germany used things like cult tactics and all of these different things like that what? I would consider worse than the United States. Well, like what? In terms of cult tactics that they used? What did they do to these school children to make them think of Hitler the way they did? I mean, oftentimes, uh, the things that they would do was um, by separating the family and... Um... Gosh, I'm sorry. I'm not an expert on Nazi Germany okay. personally. What you're about to like... say, by the way, also happened in the USSR. In the USSR, the secret police had a program where they would encourage children to rat on their parents if they I expressed know. sentiments contrary to those in the interests of the state. They also had yeah. portraits framed of Stalin and of Lenin in front of their schoolyards, and not hmm. only were they taught these leaders' stories, often inaccurately, you know, narrativizing, bolstering them, not only would they go that far, they would also explain the histories of these leaders as though the support of them was necessary for the continued existence of the state. That's what the Hitler Jugend were taught as we well. We do the same thing with the Founding Fathers. We have secret police. It's called the FBI. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Again, this is the equivocating that makes me wonder if you're engaging in good faith. If you think the FBI do in America what the Secret Service in the Soviet Union did, I would encourage you to no. Google death tolls. I, like, I'm not even going no, to engage I... with that. Okay, so that's first of all. Second of all, no. School children in America are not taught that their support of the Founding Fathers is necessary for the continued survival of the United States. That's just a lie. They aren't taught that. We're taught cutesy stories about chopping down I cherry was. trees and wooden stones. Wait, I'm sorry. You were taught as a school child that if you did not support the Founding Fathers, men who died 200 years ago, that the state you lived in would collapse. That's a thing you were taught? Yes, people say that about capitalism all the time. Wait, we're not talking Literally about capitalism. Constantly. We're talking oh, no, no, about no, no. But what I'm saying, yes, liberalism. I mean, fundamentally, we're... democracy. All of these different things no, we're seeing. We're talking about. Wait, not... hold on. If we stop supporting democracy, then our society will collapse. So that's actually true. Oh yes, no, no, and... no, 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 no. I totally agree. I'm okay, not. But I'm, I'm not talking about the founding fathers because it's very. One of the things that authoritarian governments do is they transfer respect for ideas. In, onto respect for individuals. It's easier to form a cult of personality around an individual. The USSR did it for right. Stalin, the Soviet Union, or sorry, um, uh, Mao's China did it for Mao, Vietnam does it for Ho Chi Minh. You know, I read a lot of really interesting papers on how Ho Chi Minh's beliefs, his philosophies, have been bastardized by the modern Vietnamese government, which is not socialist, and uses him as a dead puppet, something that they can dance around with, a, you know, with one of those little wooden crosses to try to keep the people in line. Because it's easier to tell your people, Ho Chi Minh thought is the foundation of our glorious nation's existence. Without Ho Chi Minh, our nation would have fallen to the West. Well, that's actually true. Without Ho Chi Minh, they would have fallen to the West. But um, right. to be taught all that, and then be taught to venerate an individual, 
that's easier for an authoritarian government to do than to purely engage with the abstract concept but we that have, they advocated but, for. But Bosch, we, we have an authoritarian government. And on top of that, not only do we have an authoritarian government, we have an authoritarian government that tells us the same type of nationalistic myth that all nationalistic countries so tell their people. Did it, again. it happened in Nazi Germany. It happened in Soviet Russia. We, it happened so in Israel. On. We, here. We did, so we did it again. So I noticed that we moved off the school child education bit and the ways in which the Soviet education system differed from America. I also You're right. No, we, we can get back the, on that. We also moved off the founding fathers bit. You were not taught that if you stopped supporting the founding fathers, America would collapse. That's ridiculous. I, no, 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 no. Okay. Did, did they say, if you're asking me, did they say those words specifically? No, um, I, I didn't. But, but at the same time, I was taught that Thomas Jefferson was always right. Um, and I was taught that, uh, not that he was always right, but like, right, I was taught to venerate these things and that America's principles were good and that we have to follow these principles and that the founding fathers were these like wonderful men who believed in freedom and liberty and justice is, for all. Do you all. understand that there's a difference between what I said and what you've said? How do, you do, you mean? Think, do you think there's a difference between, so again, I don't like the propagandizing either way. So here's a statement that an American school child might learn. The founding fathers were great men who founded this country and because of them, we have freedom. That's something that's basically the gist of it. And then when you get older, you learn about slavery and things get a little more mixed. I think it, by the time right. I was in high school, they were pretty, my teachers were pretty overtly critical of the founding fathers, but that probably well, varies. Well, mine were too, but Bosch, we both grew up in California. You grew yes. up in Beverly Hills. Yeah, like, right, like, we, like we have, we have a very different, we had a very different experience than some of my friends who grew up in, in going to Catholic schools and grew up going to public schools in Indiana and stuff like that. And I, and I, and I get it. We can talk about all these other countries and stuff like that, but that doesn't stop the fact that we have a huge propaganda machine, never said a otherwise. police force that enforces it and that the United States is you, fundamentally an evil country. You, oh, and, and, wait, wait, and you wait, wait, stop, 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 stop with the moralizing. We can virtue signal later, okay? So I described specific ways in which okay. school children in the USSR were propagandized right. in a much more overt way than school children in America. Now, I haven't done as much research on the other two, but from what I've seen, I think I can say the same thing for Vietnam and China that they're also taught veneration in a different way. It's not just about sure. the history, and it's not just about giving a convenient, cutesy, pro-state tale for the children. It's also about giving right, them- Right, I just, I don't like that you're downplaying the stuff that the U.S. I'm teaches. Not, wait, like, I, no, like, hold I have on. friends- You keep I, saying Wait, no, 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 that. I have black, Vosh, I have black friends when they were kids that were taught to venerate Robert E. Lee, right? Like, I just think that you, like, I'm not gonna, like, that. that wait, is not so, an argument for okay, me wait, personally to on. have. Okay. I have not at any point downplayed anything in America. If you've been listening okay. to me earlier, I said, that it's hard to pin down American education trends because it varies county by county by county. It can be really, really tough. And yeah, there are people who get far worse educations than the kind of stuff that we get here or that I got in California. There's no denying that. However, the fact remains... Let me try to take a different approach with this, okay? So we acknowledge the fact that here in America, we are blessed to live in a country where we can express our criticisms of the government without getting arrested. What a... What a wonderful thing. Aren't there aren't yeah. many countries on earth that are like that, you know? We bitch and moan about America, but it is true. 
we do have pretty strong free speech protections here. So that's yeah, nice. and I'm not like, you know, I'm not an idiot. Like, I'm not going to disagree that freedom of speech is good. <laughs> well, not just that freedom of speech is good. We actually have a decent amount of it here. More so even than a lot of yeah, European sure. social democracies. If it weren't for that, I probably couldn't right, do my but... job. That's well, and that's fair, and and I don't think that I could study the things that I study, right? But but at the same time, I don't, I do think that fundamentally, you are downplaying this by saying, you keep saying that I'm fundamentally the USSR. You downplayed the killing of the Black Panthers a couple minutes wait, ago, Bob. Wait, hold on, chat. You've been watching all of this. Did I downplay the killing of the Black Panthers? Does anybody remember? Yes, that? ask all of your fans. I don't. Well, I just I don't remember that happening. I just don't think that Co-Intel Pro was broadly indicative of American propaganda because it was largely an illegal secret um, uh, uh, effort undertaken by the FBI. I mean, if it was part but of a it, propaganda I scheme... Mean, illegal? Huh? Oh, I'm just saying that, like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe it was illegal, but at the end of the day, it was, it was yeah. backed up by the enforcers of the law. Yes, I mean, wait, I didn't say otherwise. It was illegal in that okay. it was, I mean, it was against the law. Um, but the reason why it wasn't of great relevance to the conversation is because it didn't have anything to do with propaganda. The fact that it happened covertly meant that it didn't have much to do with the people's opinions of their own nation. It wasn't really relevant. Okay, to that. so and we've been talking about this. downplaying stuff, which is weird, because you keep, I mean, whether you like it or not, you're constantly downplaying the shit that goes on in, like, the USSR and China and Vietnam. Every I'm time not. It gets, wait, I think every the USSR single time, is terrible. Every but... time it gets brought up, you're like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, those things are bad, but America is the evilest country in the world. Like, every single time it comes up, I can't Never even get that. you to hammer on that point. Yeah, okay, so if you want me to hammer on that point, the USSR is an awful country. Propaganda. We're just talking wouldn't... about propaganda. Okay. The USSR has terrible propaganda, and so does the United States. That is not me excusing either one of them. I said at the do beginning you, wait, of this debate, Bosh, I said at the beginning, I said at the beginning of this debate that I didn't want to argue with you about whether or not the USSR or China were bad. I'm not interested I'm not in that. I'm arguing because about whether I, or not they're bad. I'm specifically I trying to explain to you. Hold on. I'm specifically trying to explain to you the differences in how the state propagandizes to its population. The only way I can do that is if you're willing to take the fucking tanky dick out of your throat and acknowledge that there are differences between the ways these countries indoctrinate their people and the way America does. You, like, you're completely unwilling to acknowledge this distinction. I'm not talking about countries being better or worse, but there are objective ways in which these countries handle these situations differently. And the fact of the yeah, matter is, you would not make America better if America suddenly released a law where criticizing the state could get you arrested. You would probably look at that and think, wow, our country has just gotten worse now. But you can't look at China today and think that's worse than what America has today. You're being utterly biased by your unwillingness to come off as pro-American to your tanky friends online. It's ridiculous. If I'm you not a tanky Bosh. I see you the know kinds nothing. of people who are responding to your tweet, and you're sounding like one too. If you can't tell the difference between these I'm countries, an anarchist, Vosh. I'm more anarchist than you. I'm not exactly an anarchist, but I'm more anarchist than you. When I when I the first thing that I messaged you on Discord was you a tanky, and you responded, No, but I'm more supportive of existing socialism than you are which is a wonderfully telling term that yes. tankies use by the way existing socialism not actual socialism mind you because if it was actual socialism they could just say 
socialism, existing socialism, the compromise, the, what is it, the social democracy with authoritarianism that we get in certain countries in what, Southeast Asia? China, I think you know? that... That's socialism? They're yeah, not even no, up to Norway standards. I, I, right, I'm not... The, I, I wouldn't consider China or the U.S. start to be socialism. I want to be super clear. What is existing um, and I, and socialism? I'm, I'm not... Um, I think that um, I think that Cuba and Vietnam are countries. Oh, and Ro I mean, Rojava is what I would call like the really the only true like existing socialist well, country. But I think that Cuba, I am too, and I think that Cuba and Vietnam are some of the other closest lasting projects that we've had. And I've right? generally been pretty um, I'm not saying that they're as well. Vietnam, though, I don't really have any respect for. The more I read up in it, it really does just seem like an authoritarian social democracy. It doesn't seem to be. You know, that's, uh, I, I'm not, I am not so knowledgeable about Vietnam that, um, I feel comfortable arguing that. And if you do that, then, um, that's you know, totally have a fine. conversation with Luna or right. I guess. I'm, I'm not here to argue um, with you about that. I'm only here to talk about different ways countries can propagandize. The fact of the matter right, right, is right. we're lucky saying to that live they're in a different, but like saying that they're enough. different is objective. Right, the difference is, is is that is an objective else. thing. Wait, sure, everything's different from everything else. else. I think, but we're I don't better. appreciate you. Yeah, and that's your opinion, right? But, but I'm trying but, to but qualify my day, opinion with supporting evidence that you're not engaging with because you keep saying, "Okay, sure, okay. it's different." Okay, but like, it, it's 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 really really strange to me because if any of the policies anti-free speech or propagandistic policies that they have in Vietnam or China were implemented in America, you would probably denounce them here. But over there, it's, it's, it's what, acceptable? Sorry, can you say that one more time? If the policies that I'm decrying over in China and Vietnam were implemented over here in America, you would probably decry them. They would be impositions on your freedom, and they would be highly propagandistic. But because they're over yeah. there, they're okay? It's fine? It's just different no, 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 no. over there. I never, Vosh, I never said, uh, throughout this debate and chat, please uh, let Vosh know that throughout this debate, have I ever said that it was fine? Every time that I've said it, I have said that the United States is awful and these other countries are also awful. I don't think that at that, any point I've said that any of it's fine. And rather, Vosh, there's one person in this debate who has seemed to say that something is fine, and that seems to be you with America. When? You keep saying I mean, you didn't said say that. the word. You keep downplaying American you keep propaganda too. because because you keep saying this. You say you you haven't said it in exact words, but the way that you're saying that I'm downplaying it by saying that these other countries are also bad, right? My friend, if I'm saying that it's I brought all up, bad, when I brought up the secret police in the USSR, you yeah. were like. Uh, well, the FBI is bad, too. As though there wasn't an ocean of difference between the two of them. As if there wasn't a mountain range between the two. You are desperate to equivocate. Everything bad happening in all these other countries is bad, sure. But America is bad, so we don't have to talk about which one is worse. But the clip you posted on Twitter was me talking about how they were worse. So those are the arguments I'm going to make. Now, I think I made my case in a pretty compelling way for the USSR and for China and for Vietnam. I think that there are ways in which they are more propagandistic, which is unfortunate because as a socialist and an anarchist, I'd think that you would be more critical 
of states making a protracted effort to indoctrinate their youth. And that's not to say that America doesn't do bad things as well, but we are lucky in America that we live in a country where the government can't get away with overt propagandizing the way they do there. Yeah, no, 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 no. And, 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 but the thing is, is that there, you know, there is some level of overt um, propaganda. Not but I even think that close the big to China. Is, not even close. But I'm not, okay. Yeah, what I'm saying, though, is that it is still there. And what I'm saying is that part of it is more insidious because it's hidden. Yeah, I would agree Does with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's one of the that's okay. the reason so if you go back one level. Well, no, hold on. It's not as bad. It's just more subtle, which means it's harder to target. But it also means we exactly. have the freedom to target it. Here in America, you can protest and say the way we venerate the founding fathers is unjust. You know, they did that. It was called the what was it? The 1619 project? You heard about that? Yeah, from okay. uh So, the 16 16- Uh, The New York Times. The 1619 Project was an effort to criticize America in almost exactly the way you're criticizing it with regard to the Founding Fathers. Like, hey, the Founding Fathers were not great in the slightest. This country was built on black labor and black bodies. Let's refocus the conversation. And you know Mm -hmm. what? If there was an equivalent of the 1619 Project that opened up under a major newspaper in China, the government would have all of their editors in black Mm -hmm. bags before they hit first print. You think the Chinese right, but government try being a socialist, but try but try put like try publishing a socialist article at somewhere like the New York Times. Wait, right? I, like, no, you I'm com- not saying. Wait, you completely ignored what I just said. Hold on. So let's wait. I want to wait. Wait, wait, wait. We can go. Wait, we can go to what you said in just a second. Wait, we can go to what you said in just a second. But to be perfectly clear, in America, you can black bags an exaggeration. You'll probably have a government censor or people will come up to warn you. But eventually, yeah, you can be arrested. Because in China, sure. you can't criticize the state like you can here in America. At least here we have the freedom to point out when we're being propagandized to. That is not necessarily the case in China. So that would be another example of an objective Right, but the 1619 Project, I mean... Right, right, right. And I'm not saying that that's not an improvement. And I'm not saying that there aren't differences and that there aren't some things that are better. What I'm saying is that fundamentally, I don't think that overall the United States is better. I'm not saying that freedom of speech isn't good. I love freedom of speech. I think it's great. In fact, I think, yeah, I would. I would fundamentally say that if um, we enacted the same restrictions that China has on like um, the internet and stuff like that and its media sources, like, yeah, of course I'd be against that, right? Like those would be bad things. I'm not trying to, um, so I'm not trying to downplay those you, things. Why would you mock me? for saying that America's system of propaganda isn't as bad as these countries, if you're not even willing to engage with the relative severity of the propaganda in these countries. Like, what what example, what argument would I have to provide you to budge you on this? It just seems like all the only thing you want to do is say, yeah, they're both bad, which I agree, they're both bad, but there are critical distinctions in why they're different. Noam Chomsky wouldn't have written um, uh, Manufacturing Consent if Noam Chomsky was born in China. Because the way propaganda circulates there, the way the discourse is narrowed, sure. it's different there. He wouldn't have had to write it. He probably would have had to write pamphlets right. that would have circulated outside official channels talking about how the government just directly keeps you from talking about certain things. Right, right, right. No, no, no. And, and again, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that that isn't bad, right? And, and I think that's the thing that I've tried to say and perhaps have not said very well throughout this whole thing. 
is that I'm not saying that these other countries are good. I'm saying that the United States is also bad. And here's the thing, is that at the end of the day, you can think that because they are overt in China and because people can't talk about that stuff as openly, that is worse. And I would agree with you on that point. At the same time, that doesn't stop the propaganda in the United States from being just as insidious. Is it more overt? Can people not talk as openly? Sure. What what do you mean? No, it's not. Wait, hold like, on. I think that it's not that they can't as, talk as openly. Sorry. It's that they would get arrested by the government. It's, right, 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 right. That's 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 what I'm saying. That's what I, I'm sorry. I I didn't phrase that well. But um, yeah, no, they would get arrested by the government, and that's a a terrible thing, right? Like obviously. Um, but I I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't think that um by insidious what i'm saying is i don't think that people are any less indoctrinated in the united states i don't think that the united states um uh education system is any less indoctrinating than say what evidence um, could i point to, to somewhere else to move you from this position i mean i guess you could point to me um if you could point out how the united states is less um i'm sorry um if you could point out how the U.S. is like is 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 less of a propaganda, if the United States education is less propagandistic, if you could show, if you could tell me that, like if you could but, show that, like how that I would though? Do. I mean, I'm pointing to like the state not censoring you. I'm pointing to with the USSR, we have very overt examples. But that's not propaganda. That's censorship. Well, it constrains but the available because it's not because in, in China, it's not just you get arrested if you say X or Y. It's you're a bad citizen right, right. if you say X or Y and you're defying the glorious right. will of Xi Jinping and his, you know, divine rule, blah, blah, blah. Not divine. I know they don't treat him like a god, but they certainly do talk him up quite a bit. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but fundamentally, like in the United States at like the, you know, um, at the elementary school that I went to in like a small conservative small town, if if a teacher without tenure had done something like heavily criticize George Washington or something like that in like an anti-capitalist way, like they might get fired, you know? And I'm not saying that's exactly, I, I, I want to be super clear because I don't want you to misinterpret this. I'm not saying that is exactly the same thing. I'm saying that they are similar systems of control. I mean, they serve the same purpose, ultimately. Exactly. The state's goal is to confer conformity or acceptance or obedience upon their population. But there are differences. We, if we can't acknowledge there are, right. there are not just differences, one is worse. If we can't acknowledge that one is worse, how could we ever make statements about America becoming worse if, if like, patriotic education was put in the line? Like, if America got but, but, patriotic but, 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 education, like, would that be worse around... today? Sorry, sorry, wait, to that point one more time. I just don't know. I feel like your system of evaluating the severity of propaganda is completely non-empirical. Like, there's no actual way of determining which countries are worse. Like, I feel like if I could take, I could take, like, the devil's advocate position and do Maybe the same thing with Nazi Germany. Like... like, could I do that? Like, sorry. I think Nazi oh. Germany was bad and its propaganda was bad. It was different from the U.S., but ultimately the U.S. is just as bad. Maybe even more insidious because of how subtle it is. At least uh, propaganda in Nazi Germany was overt and easy to criticize. But, hey, and you know, in America, it's, it's disseminated into every economic and social facet that exists. So, may, I don't know, it's the same, it's different, you know, but it's, yeah, like, I mean, we could do this with anything, right? Right, but that's, I mean, 
you could do that with that, but that's not what I'm arguing. I also think that fundamentally there are like there are some differences there. And I think that like what I'm trying to say fundamentally is you're right. It may not, I don't know. Uh, you said it wasn't um, empirical or something like that. I think it's fairly empirical. If you've read Zizek before, you know, this idea that propaganda, everything's propaganda to an extent. So if we don't acknowledge that, right, then, then, you know, what's the point of even having this conversation? But the thing is, is that like the United States, that is the thing is that the propaganda, it's not, as overt and i'm very lucky in that i can criticize the state and i feel very lucky that i'm not gonna get as you said black bagged for having an opinion you know but at the same time there are people in the history of the united states and the very recent history of the united states who have gotten black bagged for having an opinion now is it on the exact same level no it is not on the exact same level and i i will admit that but at the same time, that doesn't mean that the United States is not just as fundamentally a propagandistic and dogmatic state. How Does that make sense? How would you determine whether a country's propaganda is worse? Like, what method would you use? Maybe I think that all states are inherently coercive propaganda machines, and saying one is worse than another is, one, difficult— and you say that two, about Nazi Germany and the United States of America? But Nazi Germany is fascist, Bosch. There's it's still a, a state. And frankly, I think China's fascist. I don't want to go down that road right now, but yeah. I'll, I'll die on that hill, too. I mean, okay. I mean, uh, I mean current China, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm not, you know, I'm... China's lately been doing military recruitment ads where they have, like, videos of, like, ancient soldiers from like the three kingdoms period with the helmets and the armor and stuff imagine if imagine if like uh like today like right now germany started doing military recruitment campaigns showing nordic warriors and it was like reclaim your birthright like who boy <laughs> that's uh that's uh pretty overt yeah. you know i agree that's pretty messed up um i i, I would say and i'm not I don't want you to say that I'm downplaying it because I'm going to bring this point up. I'm not saying a but. I am saying also the United States advertises for the military on Twitch, right? No, I, like, I, know, I know that, but to be... I know you know that, but Okay, I'm but wait, but oh, wait, again, wait, but it's everything's an equivocacy to something if you look hard enough. I just don't know how you would ever be able to objectively determine or at least argue for the idea okay, so, so, that one okay. country is more propagandistic than another. So, so, so how can you right now tell me that the United States is less dogmatic, less of a propaganda machine than somewhere like the USSR, somewhere like uh, China? How? Well, I, Explain to me how that's true. Well, I mean, I, I gave you my arguments. There are a number of ways that you can break this down. So part of it comes with the extent to which um, uh, certain leaders are deified. Some of it comes with the sure. extent to which um, uh, a cult of personality is formed around them. This is easier to do with living or recently living leaders. In America, yeah. I'm going to be real. I'll die on this hill, too. I don't think there's a cult of personality around the Founding Fathers. They're respected and they're celebrated, but I don't think people like burn candles in front of photos of them. I don't think people pray to them. I think that their respect is more a component of the abstract founding of the U.S. than it is an individual deification of their personhood individually. So I think there's a meaningful distinction there. Wait, hold on, hold on. Well, Wait, what? 
Sure. Yeah. No, I think there's a meaningful distinction there. Um, I, I think that I just disagree with you there. Like, I don't think that there's a difference between having a cult of personality around like Lenin and like Lenin and his 10 best friends. Like, I don't really care about that personally. Like, okay, like Lenin and his 10 best friends all did this thing. Like George Washington and his 10 best friends did all of this stuff. And that's like now the mythological history of our country, right? Like, again, these are all fundamentally nationalistic myths that our countries are telling us. And I guess that I just disagree that like, I don't understand how China's is any more inherently insidious than ours. Does that make sense? Well, I'm not I saying mean, that I they could... don't do, I'm not saying they don't do worse things with it. I'm saying, how is it, how's the propaganda as, as a thing more insidious in the US than so, somewhere else? First of all, I don't think, so I don't think the founding myth of this country is as mythical as the founding myths of many other countries. Now again, this and really you would think that because you were raised learning it. No, right? please, no, stop. Hold on, stop. Now this obviously varies county by county, okay? But I really think that for the most part, what most like elementary school students do with regards to their veneration of the state is they sing the Pledge of Allegiance every morning, which they can say no to, by the way. They they, they won't get shot. They can do that. And not no, that but makes people have good. gotten sent to the principal's office that I know for not standing yeah, during the play. They can't. It's. I'm pretty sure there was like a Supreme Court thing on this. You can't be uh, expelled. I know for it's not still standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I know that people. Yeah. People get sent to the. I got sent to the principal's office for breathing too loud. Okay, we need to be specific with our language here. Okay, just because there are bad things in America does not mean that they're necessarily the same as bad things elsewise. So when every time I say like American thing is this, you're like, well, that's really bad. Like I know it's bad. But I'm tr I'm trying to point out a distinction. There are other things as well. Um, so <laughs> we have that, okay? And we learn about the founding fathers, and the stuff we learn in elementary school is absolute bullshit. By the way, when it comes to history, we learn like a Animal Crossing tier version of American history. We bowl over the mm -hmm. Native Americans and slavery, blah blah blah. And then in sure. high school, we correct the errors for the most part. Maybe even not for the most Whoa, part. So half that's a part. big assumption, Bosh. Let me make the statement before we get snide. Sorry. So then high school patches some things up. Not enough, but it patches some stuff up, okay? But I read up a little bit on Vietnam's education system. And while I don't have, like, citations in front of me, as far as I understand, the Vietnamese education system, while excellent in many respects, I'm not saying that it's, like, backwards or anything, but with regards to its propagandizing, has a very deliberate, direct, and continuous policy of veneration of the state that Ho Chi Minh was the founding light of the nation, and that Ho Chi Minh thought is the grounding doctrine of the modern single-party Vietnamese state, and that that single-party Vietnamese state is the caretaker and the supervisor of Vietnam as it stands, and that every patriotic citizen should unite in their support for the single ruling party of the Vietnamese government, and that all of that is backed by the founding will of Ho Chi Minh, who lives on through his ideology. And that this is right, something that persists more I, dogmatically be, i think that you could say a really like and I, I mean this and maybe you think that i'm bad faith for saying this but i think that you could make a very similar equivocation to uh the united states um in its it's uh uh not uh i don't think there's anything word. i can say to you that you would hear and think oh wow that is worse than here I think I think that I could say like literally it could be like they put a photo up and then you'd be like well some people have posters of the founding fathers painted and then I could be like they all hail Hitler and you'd be like well they do the pledge of the I feel like I could say literally anything and you would find something in America that it's the same as you know I mean 
I might be able to. No, but that's I, a bad thing because you're ignoring the severity of these items and you're just looking for an excuse to equivocate so you can avoid criticizing these countries for doing worse. It's not a good thing. America I, isn't actually doing. Why can't I criticize both, Bosch? Why can't because I you're criticize not criticizing? Because you're not criticizing both. You're criticizing yes, America. I am. No, oh you're God. not. You, the only thing you're doing is you're taking criticisms of other countries and saying, oh, well, America does that or worse. You're not criticizing those countries. You're only doing it to America. The only reason you're engaging with this conversation is so that you can find points of my argument and then draw some tenuous thread from that to something that America does. But that's not criticizing the country that I'm talking about. That would be like, imagine, imagine if I was, um, imagine if I had like, like two friends or something, you know? And if I was like, hey, this friend, friend A, real piece of shit, you know? Friend A, uh, you know, they hit me the last time they saw me and they fucked my mom. Friend A fucked my mom, you know? And then you're like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Friend B, uh, also one time, uh, scooted by my hallway and knocked over a vase with their fat ass. Uh, and then I like go on every time you equivocate, like friend B did something bad too. And then I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, hold on, I'm criticizing both of these people. Can't I do that? I don't think you are. I just think that you're trying to avoid explicit criticism of non-American government. I don't like genuinely Bosch. Like, like, I mean, one, like you don't know me. Right. Um, and, and, and one of the things that, that I personally do is I'm very, very critical of people who dogmatically support places like China and the USSR. And I understand like, there's literally no way that you could know that I do that. And you're right. I haven't been doing that as much in this debate. So let me do that. I think that the USSR and China both were bad authoritarian regimes. And you can say this is virtue signaling, like when I said that America was an evil country. I think that they were bad authoritarian regimes, both of which I believe committed genocide. Horrible. Terrible. Can I ask awful. you an honest question? Yeah, go ahead. Which country do you think is more authoritarian right now? America mm -hmm. or China? China. Okay. All right. Like, I'm not insane, right? Like, I don't want you to, like, like, that's, like, that's what I'm, I think that's where I'm frustrated is maybe I'm just not, not um, saying this very well. Um, but, like, yeah, like, th those, those countries are, are bad. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not defending that. I'm just saying that the United States is, is, is also simultaneously bad. No, like, I, yeah. I know it's bad. I, look, if I come off antagonistic here, the main reason is because, like, all the people who see this Twitter thread are going to think that, I, and you seem to think, because you keep repeating it as though I believe this, that America is like this exceptional, indefensible, or sorry, exceptional, highly defensible country, and that all the real socialist countries are actually the real fascists, and that I'm Most a single-party oh state, I'm a traitorous, teach their doctor radlib or whatever. But in reality, I think that my positions on propagandizing are fairly well-researched. I actually took a lot of time to read into it. I was given a book by, um, by fuck me, by Radical Reviewer. Um, oh, uh, hi History Lessons, How Textbooks from Around the World Portray U.S. History. I thought it was really, really interesting. If you actually read into the ways that these countries teach their own stories, stories about themselves and other countries, there's a huge variance in the extent to which they narrativize them. One really good example is Japan. Japan has a lot of go good going for it, but holy fuck, they cannot account for their war crimes. They can't do it. Oh, yeah. And when it comes to high school curriculum on Japan, their segments on World War II are unabashedly propagandistic. The extent to which they mislead their students is just disgusting. 
It's really, really interesting. And, and, and Vash, I, I'm not like, again, I do not want you to think that I am defending this, but, but like, when has the United States government genuinely reconciled slavery? And Jim Wait, Crow. We're not talking about current... We're not talking about reconciliation. We're talking about acknowledging. Oh, sorry. Didn't... Oh, sorry. Didn't you say the war crime thing? Yeah, but the Japan hasn't even acknowledged the existence of these war crimes. For them to oh, reconcile sure, 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 it, sure. they would owe they would owe billions, maybe even trillions yeah, yeah. of damages to China. But that's never going to happen. Very rarely right. are war crimes actually compensated for. But you just did the equivocacy thing again, right there. I was talking about acknowledging oh, I, the war I just crime. misunderstood you, Bosh. Well, whether it was through I, misunderstanding I or malice. I mean, I mean, I yeah, I just I just misunderstood. I thought you were saying like um like actually like reconciled with it. Because like, yeah, of course the US government has acknowledged that. Um and and, and I don't I don't know very much about Japan, so I don't I don't want to say anything about them. But again, like objectively, in my opinion, and like I don't again, I don't know anything about it, but like, yeah, like I, I would I would say that that fascist japan was bad because i think that but it's not fascist just, countries are bad it's no it's not about fascist governments being bad it's that all governments promote education which is supportive of a state narrative and that different countries do it in different ways i think some of them do it in worse ways than others and unless we can acknowledge the differences both in severity and kind i don't think we can meaningfully address or treat those problems yeah, and I guess I just disagree. Like, I just think that, like, you know, I, I will say that, like, again, I've watched a good amount of your content, and I've seen you do a lot of the stuff that you're you're saying that I'm doing right now. Of where sometimes, and I, I don't think you do this all the time, and I and I don't, you know, whatever. Sometimes I have seen you do the thing of like, well, the U.S. is not as bad, or making these equivocacies for the United States and excusing the U.S. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, America and I can't isn't as you... bad as another thing. Then I think that's important to point out. A lot of lefties think that leftism is when you hate America. It's not true. There are ways in which right, America is different, worse, or better than other countries in myriad ways. But you have to acknowledge that. A lot of lefties will think that you're a reactionary just for saying that America... Earlier, I said that America has a pretty uniquely good position on free speech. I bet there are leftists watching right now, like tankies who are hate-watching this, who think that's like some aberrant American exceptionalist dogma that I've been taught. It's true, bro. Yeah. You can look no. like... Uh, you I agree. go out there and look and you can see the laws in the books and what the citizenry is treated like this is something that this country does relatively well so and i know and the people who they'll never do that the people watching they'll stay mad but it's just it frustrates me a little bit you keep saying i'm defending or downplaying america i really just don't think that i am we know how american propaganda works it's insidious and omnipresent here and in other countries because of our enormous sure. wealth and cultural weight but I don't think sure. that means that we can't criticize other countries for doing worse and more explicitly within their own countries. I want to read up more on this, but as long, but the mo no matter how much I read up on this, people are going to continue to accuse me of being some radlib, chauvinist, counter-revolutionary for even insinuating there are countries that are worse to their own citizens than America is. Yeah, and I... I don't know. I, I'm not, and I never came into this conversation trying to argue that, like, China is not, again, I, I feel like you keep bringing this up, and I'm not saying that the United States is worse than China, or that China isn't bad. I'm saying that it's all bad. And I'm no, saying that... Worse. All bad is a very mm -hmm. lazy criticism. Some things are okay. worse than other things. That's fair. I mean, okay. 
I guess I just like, yeah, okay, you can say that something's worse, right? But at the same time, like, that doesn't mean that the United States is not fundamentally a propagandistic, dogmatic. But I've um, never said otherwise. You're like shadow boxing with a person who believes that America is okay, and I don't believe that. So you like you keep backing up to that. Um, okay. Hey, you know I love you, right? Yeah. No, I know, and 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 I don't think that we disagree that much. I think that what I'm just trying to say is that I get frustrated with people who try and act like the United States is not also bad. And I've watched enough content that I, I know you think the United States is bad. And that's maybe it was unfair of me to put that on you. You, um, you literally tweeted, I used to think he just didn't think about what he said, but I think he genuinely just believes the USA is superior to all other countries. I mean, I, I did believe that, but if what you're saying is true, then, like, I don't know. I'm tired. I, you blew the fuck out of me in this debate, man. Like, I'll, I'll admit that. Like, I'm not a debate person. I just think that at the end of the day, um, fundamentally, I, I think that um, the United States is a propaganda machine. Well, I don't disagree. I, uh, you know who really won? The international proletariat, okay? True. Uh, I hope Love you have you. a wonderful night. I'm going to go play some Bloodborne, okay? Cool. Have fun. All right, take care.